Welcome to Tech Talks with Madonna, Season 2, Episode 15. Our guest today is Christy. Christy is a FAU graduate student with a degree in Geomatics Engineering and a minor in Geographic Information System. She left the utility world six years ago for tech and now works as a maintenance consultant at Avocado Construction Technology Sites. Every day she works to solve problems, create efficiencies and remove bottlenecks within the construction industry and technology. When not working, you can find Christy attending hot yoga classes, reading, fostering animals or doing some DIY projects at the house. Her passions include volunteering, empowerment and being a lifelong student by constantly learning and growing. And she's also a Women Tech Makers Ambassador. Our guest is Christy. Christy, how are you doing today? Madonna, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. I'm just recovering from being sick, so bear with me with my voice a little bit, but uh, doing good. I can finally breathe out of my nose again. <laughs> how about oh, you? No. I'm so sorry about that. And your voice sounds great. I didn't oh, know good. you were feeling sick. <laughs> yeah, your voice does sound great. And it's good to know you're feeling better now. I'm doing great on my side. Awesome. Happy cool. Monday to us. <laughs> yes, happy Monday. Please, do you mind introducing yourself? Like, what do you do? Who is Christy? Sure. My name is Christy Sheehan. I'm going to legally change it this week to Christy Mesa Sheehan, uh, taking my husband's last name too. I am a managing consultant for Avocado Construction Technology Services. And some fun hobbies when I'm not working. Uh, you can find me at scorching hot yoga classes. I like volunteering, especially with animals. I love to do DIY stuff around the house and uh, I'd say my passions are volunteering, learning and empowering. Volunteering is pretty amazing. And I've had many women talk about how they love volunteering. And I also do that a lot. And I find it so fulfilling because to me, I volunteer as a tech coach. And what I normally do is just come and assist students who are doing coding with their problems and that knowledge has really helped me for instance i used to debug javascript code and i've never written any javascript and now i feel like a pro in javascript i mean i know i'm not a pro but it's been helpful so volunteering is pretty nice you definitely do a lot superhero. <laughs> <laughs> well so something that really got me interested about your bio is that you do have a degree in geomatics engineering what is that? Do you mind explaining that to us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a fancy word. It's like a combination of uh, land surveying and like civil engineering. So just kind of like a hybrid of the two of them. And don't use it anymore, but it was fun to learn. <laughs> then what got you interested into technology? I get bored very easily. <laughs> I worked in the <laughs> engineering sector for uh, when I first uh, graduated uh, college for even before that I was interning at a company. So I'd say I've worked there for about seven years total. And the projects were very cool to begin with, but you know, utilities are very straightforward. We did a lot of like utility work with stormwater, water and sewer. My boss was very, he had a niche in the market where he would deliver like an entire GIS deliverable database of like flow and pipelines, as well as a 3D deliverable with LIDAR data. It was very cool to process and learn that, but to go after the same projects year after year uh, started to get redundant. And I realized 
about myself. I do get very bored very easily and I need to be challenged constantly. Uh, so a friend of mine got me or referred me to a company in tech where it's called eBuilder, where they essentially are a project management information system tool. So they house, you can basically manage your whole project in there from budgets, documents, contracts, automated workflows, things of that nature. And I got a job and I never looked back. <laughs> uh, it's been a, it's been a great journey since. Wow. Do you love it so far? Oh, I do. I no longer work there, but um, mm -hmm. I just like working in the technology sector. I think having a background in engineering, I can relate to the engineers. I yes. I know the terminology very well, and I'm now helping them manage their projects with tech. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's been, uh, and I, every client is different. Like no client manages projects, you know, the same way. So I'm, I'm never bored. And it's mm -hmm. been nice to also see the world and travel to these people, mm -hmm. build those relationships and clients that I had first started, you know, uh, three months into my job, I still talk to today. And mm -hmm. it's been cool to watch them grow too. So I've never uh, looked back. <laughs> wow. I love that. And I also do know you're a member of the Women Tech Makers Ambassador. And yes. I know applications are currently open so people can apply. So what would you tell somebody aspiring to become a Women Tech Makers Ambassador? I know this question Ooh, is that's a off. good question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm new to the program as well. It'll be one year in June that I've been a a tech maker and it's a great program as far as like they're very passionate about getting women to tech whether it's like creating content um you know hosting an event whatever i'd say um that you have support mm -hmm. so i was uh i took it upon myself to do an international women's day event here in austin texas and uh i had a whole basically a whole group of people at the office, the Google office here in Austin that were helping support that. And it was cool that International Women's Day is so important to the Google Tech Maker program. I used to host those events in college in my backyard. <laughs> so when I joined that, it was very cool to see that all across the world, people were celebrating the same thing with the same thing, which was like dare to be this year. So it might seem overwhelming to host an event. I know for me it was, but you have the support and yeah, it's just a very cool program as far as like, you know, whatever you'd like to do, they'll help you support it and, and help you execute it. So I've, I've really enjoyed it. And I know you have too. And I'm excited yeah. to meet you too at, at uh, Google IO, but yeah. Me too. I mean, you couldn't have said it better than anyone. And I love the fact that you even talked about how challenging it is to be an organizer. Because to me too, that was pretty hard. Like getting mm -hmm. the venue, finding speakers, getting people to attend your events. It's not easy. But the fact yeah. that women tech makers ambassadors are out there trying to do all that for free and they're not paid, to me, it's just astonishing. It's just a passion. So kudos Definitely. to you. Yeah. Yeah. And to any women tech makers ambassador out there that's willing to not not a member yet, but willing to become a member, you have a community of support. 
That's what yes. I want to say. Cool. <laughs> now, I have another question for you. And I wanted to ask you, this is a question that I get a lot. And to me, I feel like um, it resonates to each and every person differently. And each and every person has a different perspective. And sometimes it's a quote that many people reach out to me and tell me, well, Madonna, this particular episode inspired me when I listened to this part. So how have you dealt with failure and rejection? That is such a great question. I, I'm going to quote one of my favorite uh, poets and saying, most of what I know I've learned from, I've learned by falling and getting back up. The ground has taught me more about flight than the clouds ever could. So you, you definitely learn when you're failing uh, the most, I would say. Yeah. So I think it's important to also have compassion for yourself when you are failing. You're, you're an imperfect person. Mm-hmm. But failures some of your biggest failures are also your biggest lessons. And I'd say like, I don't know about you, but nine times out of 10, after you failed, you don't regret failing once you've come past it and you've learned it. Yeah. You never regret those lessons um, later in life. At the moment, they might seem very overwhelming and you have, you're filled with regret or shame, but later there are lessons learned that, that you wouldn't take back. That is so true. And I think to me, it's it's actually always in regards to interviews because I feel like the other ones, I'm okay with them. But interviews, I don't know, for some reason, they hit you very hard. They are the ones that hit us the most. And to me, what I normally tell myself is that I take that rejection as a way to improve toward the next interview. And I always say to myself that, hey, look, even though I didn't make it, maybe I can get those questions that I got asked and go review them and see what I did wrong and see how I can improve that. Because sometimes it's also about luck, I feel like. (laughs) Good. Thank you so much. So far, so great. We've been enjoying talking to you. But I wanted us to go back to what you do. And I was hoping maybe you can tell us tech-wise, what do you do? And if for confidentiality matters, you don't want to share into details, just tell us how is your day today? And can you inspire other women to join your site too? (laughs) Yeah. So I I work with organizations to get their project management information systems up. Uh, So we work with a a multitude of different uh, tech tools. So what that means, uh, you know, different clients are at different phases of their their project uh, life cycle. So I could be anywhere from designing it for them, them themselves, uh, integrating with another system, testing it, training on it to massive users, documenting, uh, really depends on where the client is at. And it's kind of cool to be responsible for all of those things because part of, you know, being bored easily, (laughs) I need, I need uh, something fresh every day. So right now I'm tackling a problem uh, with data migration from one one system to another uh so yeah i love that that's pretty amazing and data is definitely growing these days so if i may ask are you using machine learning for that or how are you handling the data mig- oh that's not machine learning but how are you handling the data migration if you don't mind sharing yeah right now uh it's a mapping exercise that's happening from one system to another mm-hmm. uh it's in a google sheet now but yeah. Um, 
right now we'll hopefully handle some of it via an integration. Nice. So just like mapping what's in one system to another and then hopefully being able to streamline it um, depending on what comes out of that mapping exercise. Wow. Might need some uh, manual intervention. Ah, yeah. That's what I was wanted to, to ask you. Does it require any manual intervention? <laughs> you never know until you start mapping it. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Now, a question that I also like asking is that sometimes it's good to also see your goals and career, like objectives, because this is also a question that gets asked a lot in interviews. I don't know if they ask it anymore, but I've at least received this question a couple of times where you asked, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> so I feel like I this know. question, <laughs> yeah, or 10 years. And another one that I got that was pretty interesting was, if you're in an island and you were there alone, what would you do for five years? And I was like, it's not even an interview question, but I thought it was interesting. <laughs> so I had to solve that problem. And I was like, wait, I'm applying for a tech role here. What am I doing in an island? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So my, my next question is, what is your overall career goal or dream? That's a good question. I, to be, you know, 100% honest with you, Mm -hmm. I've been really trying to figure that out. Nice. I am in between figuring out whether I want to go a leadership path, mm -hmm. a technical route, or, you know, just project management in general. Yeah. I'm taking my project management professional exam at the end of this month. Mm -hmm. Shortly after that, I'm, I've been interested in doing like agile scrum master. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to learn and absorb and figure out as I go. I've, I enjoy learning, but I really don't know. I know that drives my manager crazy too <laughs> of uh, where to go next. But um, uh, simultaneously, I'm listening to Simon Sinek's like Finding Your Why. I don't know if you've ever uh, heard of that book, but um, mm -hmm. I think my like why statement is to be mm -hmm. a lifelong student always growing and evolving both like personally and professionally mm -hmm. and being the best that I could be in order to give to others yeah. and I don't know what that means career-wise um, yeah. but I'm enjoying the ride <laughs> oh. now that doesn't really answer your question but just kind of in that spot where I'm trying to figure it out no it does answer it because we always don't have the right answer to the solution too because it's and then again, it's a dream. And I love the fact that you mentioned that because many people are there too. I feel like uh, to me, sometimes I feel like I know where I want to be. And then sometimes I'm like, do I really want to follow this path all the way through? Or do I want to change my path? So you're right. Sometimes yeah. we do get those kinds of questions, but it's good. It's good to have them there and like not to have nothing at all because it means mm -hmm. you're, you have some objectives. And I also love the fact that you said you're alive, learn. Like you want to do the lifelong learning, which to me is also what I feel like is my mantra as an engineer, because you're always mm. learning because engineering, that is what it is. Can you imagine, for instance, in Android, we get new APIs like every other day. For instance, now we have the new Jetpack Compose and we've been doing it different ways of doing UI, but now we have to learn how to use this Jetpack Compose. So that means if you were not planning on learning, you have to go back to learning because they will have to yes. get rid of the other way. Yeah. So 
such a good point in tech. We always have to be learning, right? Because there's yes. always something new that's coming our way. Exactly. So you're in the right field. <laughs> <laughs> so at least that, that is answered. Good. Cool. So it's been so amazing to have you here. I wanted to ask you a last question before mm -hmm. I let you go. And that is, um, and I know this question it, this question actually comes from, uh, let me talk just through your career experience and your learning and changing um, changing paths from, let's say, the degree you got to where you are right now. And I'm asking, did you have a mentor through the way or do you just follow your person? That's a great question. I've definitely had those outside of the tech industry. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad and my grandmother, his mom, <laughs> have definitely been huge mentors to me. As far as just personal skills and managing people. And it's ironic because both of them never went to college, but they have mm -hmm. just this intrinsic knowledge of just people and relationships, which has been great to uh, great to experience. Nice. Inside the tech industry, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think um, I think that there's no shame in directly asking somebody that you look up to yeah. to be your mentor. And you'll find that like people are very willing mm -hmm. to help others. They don't know how sometimes in that moment, but by directly asking them, mm -hmm. you'll find that you'll get a lot out of it, probably more than you thought. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I that, love that. Sorry. <laughs> no, that, that answered it. I love it. I love it. And that's very true because Sometimes it's just reaching out. And that's the same thing that I did. Like you look up to someone and you're like, hey, I would actually like to know ABCD from you. So, and it, sometimes in my workout, sometimes somebody might be busy. So, but it's worth it trying. That's the point. Mm -hmm. Like reach out and try. Cool. Thank you very much, Christy, for being with us. And it was such an honor to have you here. Thanks for having me, Madonna. Thanks for all you do on these. I love listening to your shows, so. I'm excited oh. to be on it. Well, thank you so much. And I can't wait to meet you in IO. <laughs> I know, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs>